Welcome to Economics Echo, the podcast that provides in-depth analysis of the latest business trends, economic data and market-moving policies. Zooming in on how this all affects ordinary people. It is no secret that the past year, 2022, has been bruising for Russia's economy. Foreign investors fled en masse, many never to return. Official forecasts suggest that few countries will see their GDP shrink by more uh, in 2022. Only a handful of countries, in fact, including war-torn Ukraine, will end up posting worse numbers. From another perspective, though, Russia actually surprisingly, did quite well. In the days following its invasion of Ukraine, back in February last year, there was financial chaos from Moscow to Vladivostok. After Western countries imposed an unprecedented number of sanctions, the stock market collapsed, along with the currency. At the same time, it seemed, you know, that uh, Vladimir Putin's fortress Russia was crumbling. Economists up and down quickly downgraded their forecasts. Within days, the consensus estimate of annual GDP growth in 2022 dropped from 2.5% to a contraction of 10%. Some economists were even gloomier. The White House looked for a year-on-year decline in Russian GDP of 15%. Inflation surged across the country. Russia faced a squeeze on both the supply and demand sides of the economy. Western businesses, left, right and centre, were pulling out by dozens, limiting what ordinary Russians could buy. Meanwhile, the central bank itself doubled interest rates, raising debt servicing costs and thus further squeezing demand. Within weeks, however, it became clear that the worst forecasts were not going to come to pass. Sanctions have greatly uh, damaged parts of Russia's industrial base, granted, yes, such as the car sector, which relies on foreign parts. Others in particular, those enjoyed by the state to help out with the war effort, haven't actually done too badly. During the summer and the autumn, uh, during the summer and the autumn, economists revised up their growth forecasts. Now they're expecting the Russian economy to shrink by some 3 to 4% uh in 2022 unemployment has barely budged in part because firms have been told to keep workers on even if they're on lower or no pay at all there are really two key reasons why russia's downturn has proved shallower than expected one is on the policy front and two is international trade so back in the early days of the invasion the quick actions of the central bank and regulators convinced ordinary Russians that they were serious about tackling surging inflation. Inflation expectations having jumped came back down again. Higher interest rates encouraged uh, the public to return money that they had taken out of their bank accounts in the early days of the invasion um, in order to prevent a financial crisis, which includes bank runs, etc. And granted, sanctions have been tough, but for the most part, there were few restrictions on the sale of hydrocarbons. So, so far in the year 2022, Russia's actually racketed up a current account surplus of over 220 billion US dollars, twice the level the year before. And this foreign currency has helped finance imports. Many Western companies, you know, have stopped selling their goods and services to Russia. But firms in other parts of the world are only too happy to help. China, for instance, has stepped up, 
Turkey appears to become a go-between for Western companies looking to skirt those same sanctions. And Russian imports have recovered a long way after a sharp drop back in the spring. So as it stands, real-time economic data is really painting a concerning picture for the West, who are in opposition to Russia, as we all know. So at present, the Russian economy is actually in better shape than many expected, many economists were forecasting. Meanwhile, the European Union, um, its great adversary, is being weighed down by sky-high energy costs and is being forecasted to fall into recession in the year 2023, if it hasn't already done so in 2022. Well, that has been it for episode 70 of the Economic Circo podcast. I hope that you've been informed on how the world's ninth largest economy did a lot better than expected and kept the show on the road. Be sure to subscribe from your favorite podcast provider and join us next week for brand new episodes. Until then, this is Economic Circo signing out. Peace.